What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 342. On this episode, I'm joined by Skinny. We talk about the Patreon, Merch Shop, Snappy, Discovery Plus, Snow Days, UFC 4, Talent Shows, Pep Rallies, Concussions, Big Little Night, Cable TV, Music Talk, Spinoff Behind the Scenes, and Drugs. Uh, other shit. Also, thanks for checking us out. podcast with mo uh what up we're joined by skinny what up what up what up and we'll get to the reason why shortly <laughs> for sure for sure uh first thing i get to is patreon.com slash a podcast mo you can go there give a dollar more a month get early access to the podcast you give enough money and be a co-producer of the podcast like my mother, like Marshall Dharma Initiative Bear, like it's your boy H2.com, like Graveyard Entertainment, like Forgotten One. Uh, you want to be one of those fucks? Uh, <laughs> join up. Join it. Uh, you also can get a t shirt if you want a t shirt, shop.spreadshirt.com slash podcast mo. I've uh, been considering switching it up. Uh, to another place, but then I would have to, I feel like go through all these old episodes and go change out the fucking link. So I kind of feel stuck to it at the moment. If I had to be real honest with everybody, <laughs> but uh, that's where it is for now. And it's a pretty good quality shirt. If snappy were here, yes. he'd probably be wearing his and it's fucking old as shit. So <laughs> um, snappy. that's what we'll get to first is snappy. Uh, he's gotten the COVID. Oh, um, shit. now, I had it a couple weeks ago, you know, so mm-hmm. I probably fucking gave it to him, but uh, maybe not. You know, it's yeah, been going around yeah, here. Yeah. And, uh, again, I don't think anyone should feel any sort of shame about getting COVID because they say right now it's like the most fun. It's so contagious that like um, you probably will get it or something at some time. Yeah, but, I don't see why you would anyway. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, Snappy hit me up the other day, said he tested positive, And I was like, oh, are you sick? And he said, I have a head cold, which is what I had my first day as well. And um then I have not heard from him since. I texted him about eight or nine hours ago to say, mm-hmm. "Hey, are you gonna mm-hmm. be you gonna call in for the podcast or whatever?" And then he just hasn't responded. So oh, we had to hit my up and uh, have him fill in here. Um, here I am. Which I had nothing to talk about in this episode. So <laughs> um, you know, I have a few random as fuck things written down here, but uh, we'll see how. I mean, so it might not be that long anyway. So we'll, well see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but you've somehow maybe dodged COVID. I mean, how I often can, have you? I guess you get tested normally when you get close. There well, might be a chance. Well, I don't. I don't get no symptoms or feel any type of way. So I don't. Right. Not, not getting tested. So yeah, that's the military experiments they've done on you, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's what I feel like, man. It's like I said, that booster shot felt like the, the anthrax shot. I was like, oh man, what the hell? This like I felt this before. Right. Having flashbacks or something. But yeah, I'm still holding out hope. This is all has to do with the aliens, you know. COVID is an alien thing. The shots are to meet the aliens, but I understand I'm grasping the straws on that one. Who knows, man? That'd be fun. Um, you never know what the fuck is going around in the world. Like, shit, like anything's possible right now. I'm about to get uh, real deep into ancient aliens. I bought, or bought I'm subscribed to uh, Discovery Plus. Mm-hmm. So that's a streaming service people that don't know. It's fairly cheap, to be honest. <clears throat> and the reason I got it was the. I listened to your mom's house. Actually, I watched a podcast of your mom's house, which is Tom Segura and his wife, Christina 
Some with a P. It's fucking hard to pronounce. And uh, they had Chris Hansen on, who was the guy from The Catcher yeah. Predator. Yeah. Right? And I remember I used to love watching that shit. My Hell mom yeah. watched Dateline all the time, and I was just sitting there watching with her. And uh, I just was really into it. And he was talking about how they have a new series they put out called Unseemly on Discovery+. Plus. And the short pitch of it is there's this guy named Peter Nygaard who ran the polyester kingdom of, like, <laughs> old women clothing, you know? And uh, he has his own little Epstein Island type thing. Oh, and shit. Uh, he... I haven't got to this part of the documentary yet because I'm only halfway through it, but apparently there, it, Chris Hansen claimed he knocks up these underage girls, gets them to get abortions, and then mm-hmm. takes the stem cells from the aborted babies and uses them to try to make himself younger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. holy shit, I'm watching it. So I bought Discovery Plus just to watch this. And I'm going to be <laughs> real honest. First episode, boring as fuck. It's just kind of like your standard, like, he's an old creepy guy that rapes some girls. I'm not saying that's not bad, but whenever it was sold to me, Right, as like I'm, I'm, I'm born fetuses <laughs> to make me younger for eternal life. Let's get to that shit. Yeah, let's get to that. So we've watched two of the four episodes, and it's like, yeah, it's crazy that no one knows about it, but it's also it's just very obvious that it's a uh, old rich men were doing weird shit like this forever. You know, right? Got and, a lot uh, of money, get bored, got to do something <laughs> different. <laughs> and honestly, I think you you probably could understand this a little bit. I personally, uh. When they you hear these stories, and I get it. It's not a sexual thing, and we're guys, and maybe I'm just a too sexualized of a guy, or whatever. But when you're like, I'm like, I couldn't be hard fucking holding down someone, right? Fucking, you know, begging you. for their life. That's like a 14 year old, and you're an old. Like I just can't imagine, right? Like yeah, how that works. Um, but they're like, it's not someone's about. It's about power and all this other shit, you know. But you're like, oh, what I don't the know. fuck ever? It's it, seemed like, <laughs> it seemed like sex, and it's like this dude's like a billionaire, and you're saying like some women wouldn't just willingly have sex with you you know like i don't right? know yeah it, exactly don't give me that bullshit <laughs> so it's it's a uh, creepy fucking, as fuck but i'm perverts. pretty into it and then that also led me to watch uh, i watched the up. whole first season in 24 hours of 90 day fiance <laughs> uh i was one fun mm. one with the little no net guy that you always <laughs> see on the memes but i didn't know what season it was so i was like fuck it we're starting a season one very very good very good like uh cheesy reality show you know we okay. were like oh this i'm like <laughs> for no fucking reason um there was like this mormon dude who had this brazilian girl who as soon as she landed in america everyone was like you should be a model and then like within a week she was and then he's like mm. i don't like it i don't <laughs> like everyone thinking you're pretty you know it got all fucking weird and then there's a you know like this russian girl who i thought was totally in it for a green card and the guy was kind of creepy and Ooh, uh Russia. You know, anyway, it's like all these different stories and shit. And it's uh, pretty good. After I watch, I look at them all up and uh, just spoiler, but all for season one, they all are still together, according <laughs> to the Internet. So uh, mm. I really thought some were green card marriages. <clears throat> one dude from Oklahoma, from Owasa, and Ooh, I could have swore he was gay. Like the whole time, I'm like, but he's gay, you know, but Very they're still married too. <laughs> you know, so who knows? Uh, oh, the reason I had so much time, we didn't mention this during all this was the snow days. Yeah. So we've had uh, a, a blizzard hit the middle of America, I'm sure as most people know. And uh, we had us a good couple ice slash snow days. We didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to do anything. I know some people out there did. Shout out CJ Jones driving those U.S. food trucks. He got stuck and then he had to have a F-350 pulling out. So if you're a Ford fan, there's a team for your a point for your team. Shoot. Over the Chevy. Yeah, I always liked Dodges, but I didn't. I was never one of those ones that cared a great deal one way or yeah. the other. Um, I've been looking at a Dodge truck though. <laughs> I just had a Dodge Dakota in my senior year of high school, and it was fun. The only stick shift though, it was a good time. Um, 
So anyway, yeah, we have these snow days. I, I've learned, I learn this every year because it seems in February we get snow days every year now. Uh, I'm just really lazy, right? I I have all this. I'm like, you know, you would think I make beats or do all this shit on these days, but I mean, all day the first day I just played video games. That was it. I knew shit <laughs> else. Second day, half of the day, all of those video games. I was like, God, I gotta stop just playing video games all day. Um, but I enjoy the snow days. You know, it's a good yeah, good break. It's cool too. Don't have to do no distance learning and nothing. Right. Fuck them kids. Like, oh yeah, you can do what the hell you want. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, the, the day before the snow day, they done a distance learning day. So you have to sit there and like, because I saw people post about how they were disappointed that kids aren't going in there because they're not getting you know the learning they deserve and all that shit. But there was about like the fact these kids are sitting at home crying. And they won't do their work, right? And they're like videoing these kids just fucking balling at their little homemade table or desk or whatever. And then people are posting like, and this is what it's like. And my thoughts like, well, first off, imagine what it's like for a teacher that has your kid. Right. You know, and the second it's like, well, that's because your kid's spoiled and they're sitting at home fucking throwing a fix. They don't want to do shit. My kids get on there, do their work. Even my youngest, she ready to do her shit. She can log on, hop up there, fucking log on, do her whole thing, log off and just be done with it. Like, okay, for sure. Right. It's a simple. Well, and I know, you know, the school that your kids are in, they're all digital or whatever and have Chromebooks. And this person I saw post here went to being, and I don't know how Mm -hmm. digital all their stuff is. But and theirs was a kid doing like a worksheet. Some apparently dramatic on that shit. <laughs> yeah, and like, and that's the thing. I don't have a kid, um, you know, or whatever. But if I ever did, I just feel like I've never posted. Some of the kids need to get fucked up. I'm not gonna post like their <laughs> emotional breakdowns for likes on a website. You yeah, know, like, I just like, think that shit's crazy. Some shit's like too personal to get too involved. People want this shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. Right. Just be a fucking parent. Take care of your fucking kid. Like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, I know the world's different, um, but I kind of feel like. Uh, like everything I'd be videoed. It's like I documented. Think it's, I do think the things wrong with the world are parents these days. I know it's weird oh, to yeah. say. No, it definitely. There's something wrong with these fucking parents. Because I sure. remember when our generation was growing up, was when they first started getting the participation trophy rhetoric, right? And they'd be like, you'll get participation. And I was like, no, no one my age got them. <laughs> right. Like, no one did. But they would, like, yell that at us when we were in high school. Like, oh, participation trophy generation. And you're like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. But it's like. It was with people right after us, but it was like their parents were the ones doing yeah. that, not the kids. The kids weren't. The that's kids kept like, score. Like, you know, yeah, they know. Like, <laughs> and when I was graduating, graduating basic training, they were just when they came out the stress cards. Like, what the fuck, stress cards? <laughs> like, we got yelled the fuck out. And they were like, what the fuck, a stress card? Yeah, it's shit's got way different. Yeah, so I mean, sensitive. Shit's I'm sure so the sensitive. military is way different. <laughs> it but is. in the future, they can all just sit in recliners and shoot people down from drones. You know, like you don't even need to be in part. It, it's a different world, you know. Yeah, be, I guess so. You have robot. Less safe, stress. <laughs> uh, man. Um, so anyway, if you want to hear some Snappy, what we want to say, look for out for him. And then hope everyone else enjoys you. your, your snow days. Uh, my video games I played, I got UFC 4 for free on PlayStation Plus this month. It was the first UFC game I haven't played I don't know, in like 10 plus years. I, I bought them all day one. I just was always a big fan. But I didn't get this one. And the first thing that disappointed me was they done away with EA Game Face. So if people know what that is, you can go to this website. I did it back on the PS3 on the NCAA football. So I did this for. So that's how long ago this was. And uh, <laughs> you take a picture of your face and you put it in this website. And then you map out where your eyes and mouth and all shit was. And then it would like upload it to some cloud and some server and then linked it to your profile so then all these ea sports games you played over the years <laughs> it'd be like import your game face and i'd be like fuck yeah and they would have my face and i'd be like this is hell yeah it's badass kind of the basketball game you've seen but this one was like way more accurate 
the UFC one. It was like the most accurate shit. And then on this one, they done away with it. So I'm real pissed because I used to be able to just bring that in and look just like me. And now my guy looks nothing like me. I'm just a fat <laughs> uh, blonde dude, which I mean, that is what I am. But I have a distinct look that I couldn't capture um, right. with their creation Ooh, tools. Real me. <laughs> and uh, but it's been really fun. I just think the sounds like it. The way UFC is set up, or at least their video games, they're just set up to be a fun game. Like you start off shitty, right? You're like a whatever overall. I don't know if they do it like that, but you're like actually on this they do a one through five star. You know, however like good you are. Mode? And so you yeah, and you start off as like a one star, one and a half star, something like that, Dumb. and then um. As you spar, you get little points to invest in shit. And then I'm a kickboxer because that's always my favorite thing to do is kick motherfuckers in the head. And so that's what <laughs> I'm invested in. But I always train in wrestling because I'm trying to work on my takedown defense. Right. And, uh, you know, so you do that. You you choose these fights against shitty people because you start off against shitty people. And then you, mm-hmm. you're you training, right? And then as you go on, you're going to like, eventually I'm going to talk shit to the wrong guy because there's like some talk shit options and I do it. And then I'm going <laughs> to have to fight some dude that's really hard. And then he's going to beat my ass or whatever. Right? And that, that'll probably happen. But uh, it's just a, a fun premise because you get better as your opponents get better. Whereas right. in like a, another sports game, like a football or a basketball, they just make you play the normal people while you're shitty, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but fighting games, it makes sense. You start off fighting shitty yeah. people and you work your way up. So, um, you make it a competition. <laughs> it is like, there's a lot of back end stuff on this UFC thing. They're like online, uh, challenges and unlock this and go online. And I'm like, I don't want to do any of that. I'm just trying to play through the career mode. And uh, I'm going to beat fucking Nagano's ass or whoever is the heavyweight <laughs> champ. Because I made my dude my exact. I'm six foot, like 250. You know? yeah. I think that's about what I am. I haven't weighed myself. I might be down to 240. might be up to 260. I fluctuate between those Sounds two like weights. a big boy. It's like you ready fit, ready but, to go. Uh, people don't know. I'm no muscle, though, in real life. Oh, I uh, need to work on that. But um, maybe someday. <laughs> Get some diet pills, you know. That's oh, we the bird eggs. <laughs> diet pills. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So anyway, I have a uh, random questions for you. Um. Oh, I do know a few a while ago, like a couple months ago, your mother passed. Has that been like the saddest thing in the world? Really hard. Well, yeah, she's been like that's not like my actual mom. She's like been my I've known her for she's been like my mom like twenty. Plus years. The person you call mom? Yeah. She's been like my second mom. <laughs> right. But yeah. It's been pretty hard. It's been, it's been like the toughest thing I've, I've ever hard dealt with and stuff. And cause I still think about it. Still in like, if she had other kids, I consider my little brothers and sisters, even though they're like in their 20s and stuff. And she's still taking it hard and stuff. So she's still always posting about it. Especially Facebook memories and stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm she sure. always said something, always quoted something or said something about it. And all your heart, and you see it like, God oh, dang it. Did you see it? So, yeah, it's pretty crazy to deal with. Yeah, I always feel bad a lot. I have a friend named Zach from high school. I would really love to get him on this podcast. He's a basketball coach these days. He's doing great. But uh, like, I don't know, five years ago or so, his mom passed. Maybe more than that. And I mean, even in high school, they were really close. Right. And uh I don't know if this matters, but it will to some people. But he was like half black, and she was his white mom that raised right. him. She, and she, it's she, a different. It's a different. She, sort she of, was white too. She was like white and Indian. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a different sort of uh, relationship. Dirt like track and stuff. Because uh, my friend Zach's mom just was more protective, you know, in a certain way, you mm-hmm. know, like that. And uh, but anyway, they were really, really close, like closer than any of my friends and their mother. And then she passed. I was like the first one of me and my friends' moms to pass. Right. And it like, I mean, it really affected him. And I look at it now and he's like always posting in like motivational shit. Yeah. And I feel like such a big piece of shit 
Cause I talk to my mom like once a week, maybe. Uh-huh. And I'll be like, Oh yeah, I mean doing shit. Talk to you later. You know, cause I don't do shit. You know, I ain't nothing right. exciting in my life. Um, I used to talk to her a lot back when I was mm-hmm. like struggling all the time and fucking making right. horrible decisions. But now that my life's pretty fucking normal, I don't really talk to him you know too often you're so right. i always feel bad when i see him post his like memories life's different and you're, you're like it. oh man i should be i should probably i guess care about family more and all that and shit then, yeah someday <laughs> maybe uh, everybody hits different and takes the whole different but i think it's pretty great now like i see like when i was fucking up all the time like but now i still got that bomb my mom now now i'm taking care of her doing this shit now been the have to be the have to be the person to step up be the man of the family so right. it's, it's different makes it it's a cha- it's a different change it's well, great well i've learned i mean and i think it's just with the as you grow and mature right you can just like fake an attitude about something and then just yeah. pretend to do it Right, and you can just get your shit. Yeah, it. and it's like, like you I mean, call it manning up or whatever, but that is kind of what that is. Right, it's like you saying, like when you do, like your friends, like you something change about them. There's like a change in me. I know there is, but like I still got to do stuff and be about it. But I know there's a change. It's like a like a darkness, like a deep emptiness. But got to keep going. But I know it's there, and I, I acknowledge that. Right, and so it helps me keep going. And though, but yeah. It's all pretty crazy. Oh, hey, Snappy just text. Let's respond back to him real quick. <laughs> we go, Snappy. <laughs> do, 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 do. All good. Skinny is filling in. <laughs> he said he was sleeping most of the day and he just puked. So, uh, y'all got the live feed here on the podcast. So y'all, if you're if you're the praying type, you pray for Snappy. <laughs> if you're not, just go go Facebook message him some funny shit. <laughs> On you know, Facebook, it's the real. Heard he likes some big old round titties. The big old um, round titties, ladies. <laughs> um, never know. It's 2022. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a good point, fellas. <laughs> Your time to shine, or them days and in betweens. Who knows? Uh, all right, my random thoughts. Okay. Uh, our talent shows. Were you ever in any talent shows growing up? I never got into talent shows. Did you why did you have talent? Because I don't know well, if they yeah, had talent shows, you but know? I was too ever the shy to get up there and do that. Right. I I, I was never the one to go out like that. But now I if I was me then, like if I am now, I would have been done on that stage doing some shit. Right. But I was too shy to do that. I think what I've learned about myself, because I do say I'm shy, and I am to a certain extent, but I do have a podcast and I uh, I've wrapped in front. Of, you know, I've done shit that's a non-shy person things to do. So I do think what it is is uh, I feel a great deal of shame about what I'm good at. Like I'm good at rapping ish, you know. But I'm gonna rap about some like vulgar, perverted stuff that I'm like, oh, well, I'm not doing this in front of my mom, you know. But I would, of course, in front of like at a party, you know. So like, I do think there's always been like I'm not shy, but once I learned like people will like look down on me for stuff, I get shy. Yeah. So therefore, I'm not like that open about it. Um, but in first grade, I was in a talent show at Warica elementary school. And, uh, it was with this kid, Del Ferris, who, uh, couldn't be more different, you know, from high school. He like lived on a farm and shit and, uh, whatever, but Del was all right. And, uh, the, I don't know why he invited me. I think it was just cause I happened to get a pair of roller skates for Easter <laughs> and Easter was in like March or April. And this talent show was like April, May. And I got these roller skates and he asked me to be on a talent show with him or somehow it worked out where we rode around in circles on the stage, doing nothing but riding in circles on rollerblades to three little Indians dressed <laughs> up 
as Indians. Uh, I'm sure a picture exists uh, where two blonde-headed That's white really- kids uh, awesome. doing that. And I remember we won a trophy for first place or whatever it was in the uh, wild card category, which was the category that didn't fit any other thing. So like it wasn't singing and it wasn't comedy and it wasn't whatever the fucking uh, category. Wait, so whatever y'all are doing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so stupid that I felt dumb in the moment. I felt like I've never even in first grade feeling like this is so stupid. Maybe it's kindergarten, whatever we're in. And I was uh-huh. like, this is just so stupid. I don't know why we're doing this. Uh, but like everyone was telling me I had to do it. You know, like that's kind of how it was. And then I didn't enter any until third grade uh, where I guess I was just feeling myself because I was in the Christmas play as well. Because um, the way right. it worked in uh, my school plays. was kindergarten did a play. And I remember uh-huh. kindergarten, our quote unquote play wasn't a play. We just sing the like up on the housetop, click, click, click. There, but like right. each person had a, I a doing phrase. Those. Yeah. And mine, I kept saying so fast. They kind of keep saying it again and say it again. And I was That's like, no, 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 no. Because I was a fucking rapper, bro. I was ready. Uh, <laughs> I had my own language. That's how they know I understood me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, so anyway, third grade, I got to play. Uh, the dentist to Yankee Doodle. <laughs> so my friend Eric, who's been on this podcast before, he played Yankee Doodle. He was the star of the third grade play. And uh, at one point in time in the play, he has a toothache and he has to go to the dentist and he has to go see Dr. Moeller. I played Dr. Moeller. Mm-hmm. Pretty fucking perfect. Yeah, and, I would uh, say. I didn't actually have to sing, but like while everyone was singing, there would be like the music would cut and then I would yell out my line. So I like ad-libbed it, if you will. And uh, it was... I mean, I was like that. Maybe the highlight of my elementary school career. I really, <laughs> really felt good about that. Hell yeah! And then I followed that up with the same year. Uh, I'd done a comedy act on the talent show, <laughs> and this will be the last time I done a talent show. And I remember I just really wanted to be in it. And uh, my third grade teacher was like, "Well, you're funny, so we're gonna make you do a comedy sketch." And again, this is how it happened. Like teachers just force shit upon you. And then uh, so they made some other kids in my class do it. And then we all done this comedy sketch about fishing. And I remember one of the jokes was like, well, that's my Zepco 33. And then everyone in the crowd laughed. And I was like, I don't even fucking own a Zepco 33 in hindsight. I owned one. Had no idea what it was. Like, you know, you're just saying the lines and hoping these fucking adults laugh. Um, but I learned pretty quickly. No offense to my friends who I'm talking about here. Teachers kids want it all. Like they always want it. You I did know? see that for sure. And so, I remember uh, this group of kids, anyone from my hometown will remember it. Uh, they just done the Macarena that same year. So like this group of kid, kid in second grade all done the Macarena mm-hmm. and they won the grand prize most best. And then you look at who was on it. It was like all the teachers kids. I know. I see that. It was some horse shit. It happens. Same with the science fair. <laughs> I remember the science fair. They would do like the wackest fucking experiments and they would win. And you're like, cause they're parents, man. I don't know. It was like even obvious as a kid about it, you know? You yeah, know. yeah, but I guess it, it really taught you a lesson of how the world worked. Yeah, so it might have been off. That's the best. underprivileged people. We understood that shit. Yeah, yeah, I think. Like, well, they, and then like, talent shows died out by the time we were in junior high to high school. Like even <laughs> in our elementary school that did it, like they quit yeah. doing them. I right. feel like I don't know. It just wasn't wasn't made for the two thousands. Yeah, I remember doing little skits for like for like football and shit. Like when during like okay, do you ever pep rally shit? Yeah, for the pep yeah. rally, doing that shit like that stuff. Yeah. That'll I'll never forget, and I've seen some shit on YouTube, uh, similar, and I needed to look them up more. I remember very, very well in 1996, 
our Wicca football team went to the state, right? Uh-huh. And so I'm in second grade, I think, then, right? Something like that. And uh, <laughs> they make us walk over from the elementary school to the high school for their pep rally. It's a big deal. You know, we got to have all the motherfuckers. there. <laughs> and uh, so you're there. And I remember the thing they did is they made the mothers of the players come out and line up. And then they blindfolded the players, spun them around and shit, and then told them they were going to be kissing a cheerleader. And they had to guess which cheerleader it was. And then they made them kiss their mom. That's pretty weird. And then all of them, almost all French kissed their mother. And then me as a second grader was like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> you know, you're like, what's going on? And then yeah. now I think of it and I'm like, I had to make that up. That had to be a movie, right? Like, there's no way that really happened. No but I way. would put, I mean, I would bet that everything so on weird. it. I have to ask someone from my hometown because um, I remember uh, <laughs> the black dude on the team that year. Right? I remember him kissing his mom and me being like, because it was a lot of lips, you know? And I was like, <laughs> oh, it was a lot of lips. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, that was me as a second grader. I had that thought. Um, but yeah, man, Pepper always were always. Uh, I actually disliked them later on as I got older. When I was younger, they were fun. You know, you got to go to the pep rally and shit. We always had a contest over if whoever yelled, I got spirit. Yes, I do. I have spirit. How about you back? And the loudest got 10 free minutes of lunch for the next week. So it was like a big fucking deal. You'd be motherfucking screaming your ass off. Yeah. <laughs> they knew how to awesome. get us. They knew That's, how to get us. Yeah. <laughs> you, man, you got a vivid memory, man, of that shit. <laughs> I don't know how, um, and I, I actually explained that I have a really good memory up until about junior high when I had all these concussions, which I've explained on here and they're not all football related because snappy. It was like, how do you have so many concussions? I had two for sure from football. One big ass kicker ear hold me. Uh, I know I had a concussion from that. And then in the off season, just us playing two below, but it was always tackle. Someone took out my legs as I jumped and I just landed on my head. And I mean, I had that one. I know I had a concussion because the coach told me and he got freaked out because he doesn't get in trouble. And uh, then I wrecked my motorcycle. I had a 14. I had this little weird motorcycle moped thing that my dad forgot to connect the uh, brakes back on after he changed the tires. And then I went to hit the back brakes. It didn't work. So I slammed the front brakes and it threw me off that bitch and cracked my helmet. But I clearly had a concussion. So I had all these concussions. And I think that made me kind of depressive, you know, depressive individual from all that. And it kind of changed me a little bit. Um, but I also don't remember as much from high school because of that, but I remember almost everything from before that, like it seems like, you know, but there is like up to a certain point, I'm like, oh, it's a little kind of blurry spots. It's a little blurry. Like even college, like it all blends together, you know, like, uh, I mean, I remember certain pledge classes, you know, like I kind of remember y'all's pledge class, but it also kind of blends in with other ones, you know, because you're like, I mean, who the fuck remembers? <laughs> um, I feel you, man. I do remember, I mean, actually, I actually remember the exact stories I've told on this podcast, your big little knots, people that don't know, um, in a fraternity, um, you, you have like a big brother, little brother thing. And it's more of like a, so it's like a mentor thing, but it's never, I don't know. It wasn't for us necessarily, but, uh, that's how it's kind of supposed to be. And, um, your family drink, you know, is a certain drink. And then so on these big little knots, you, the way we did it is we set up this big thing about how the pledges fucked up so bad that they're going to make us lose our charter. And so then we're all pissed at the pledges. And then we are like, you better meet us all at this place. And they show up all fucking like, what's going on? And then you're like, ah, psych, it's a big fucking party and we're getting drunk on a Wednesday night. And then you just get fucking hammered as fuck. Right. (laughs) Uh, And you're like, we're in white chocolate, which was our family. And it was like, so we're going to do Jack Daniel shots until fucking throw up everywhere. And that is pretty much, I mean, like I'm not 
one way or the other. I mean, I'm not necessarily pro pro fraternity. I'm not against it either. But I mean, I I made a lot of great friends. But as far as like the the networking for a career and stuff, you know, I didn't do yeah. any of that shit, right? Um, but yeah, like yours, I remember you and Shad and Sean um, mm. all shared this big ass <laughs> bottle of Jack. But I never remember who threw up and what and what who drank it in what order. Do you I remember? Think Shad this? threw up in and I drank it. Okay, that's how I thought it went. And I know Sean went first. Yeah, and Sean was done. He drank as much as he could because it was like, oh, they're gonna finish it. And then Shad did as much as he could. But as he was coming back up, he threw up in it. But you didn't see that, and so then you just finished it off, and then. That made Sean throw up watching you <laughs> swallow the throw up. And uh, it was just a whole everyone threw up. It was great. <laughs> it was great. It was, it was a great time. night. I still got the bottle. <laughs> there you go. Keep those ripped. For uh, sure. My big little knot. Someone took me home at some point in time. I don't know if I can remember how. Um, but it, I just remember it went to zero to 100 so fast. <laughs> it was like we went from stone sober to like. I don't even know how I can walk to the next room like immediately. Like it was right. like shot, 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 shot. It yeah. Just, uh, it got kind of outrageous. I also remember Taylor, who's been on this podcast for, and he would hate me telling any story about it, I'm sure. But uh, his big little knot was a fun one. Because um, what I remember the most about him when he first came around was he was kind of a kiss ass. You know, he was always like trying to get everyone's good side. And he knew I rapped. And so every time he talked to me, all he would talk to me about was how good my raps were. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, cool, man. Yeah, cool. And I didn't realize that he wanted to rap. And so his big little knot, it was at Pow Wow's house. <laughs> and he's on the couch. And he's like, oh, I can rap. And then he goes to start rapping. And then middle of his first sentence, he just throws up all over himself <laughs> and all over Pow Wow's couch. And then Pow Wow got fucking pissed as shit. And it was, you know, crazy. Um. But that's how they all went. They all went like that. <laughs> alcohol poisoning. Right. For sure, man. They it was like, there's so much alcohol. <laughs> so nuts. Great times, though. Great it was times. Good time. <laughs> I don't know how, but it was. <laughs> yeah. It turned out to be fucking. <laughs> um, how old were you when you got cable, satellite, normal TV? Do you remember all that stuff? Like growing up, like when you're real little. So for me, I always say I was in low income housing until I was like six, you know, like in right, the projects right. or whatever. And then we only had Fox. See, like, yeah, I remember they, because we had like, um, like we had a like rental assistant. So we didn't like, they like paid like so, so much part of the rent and stuff. Right. And mom paid the other part. But like we were like, man, actual like good actual cable. Like, uh, the hell? Maybe like, Probably like in sixth grade, right? Probably around sixth grade, maybe junior high, getting there. Yeah, that's pretty far. So yeah, yeah. I had like I said, I had only Fox until we moved out of those places, and then we moved to like the house I grew up in. Uh-huh. And I was uh, six years old because I I was in uh, the second part of kindergarten, and we got like re- residual cable, like for whoever mm-hmm. lived there before, and so it was right. on for a few months where they weren't paying for it, and mm-hmm. then they cut it off, and I was like, "Fuck it, all right, we're getting that shit back" because it was pretty right. Crazy. Right. And then we had normal ass cable, which they canceled MTV within a year of me having it. They of my basic cable, they took off MTV and put Turner Classic Movies. So we had those. I remember when those antennas that used to pick up everything. So we had those antennas for a minute. Right. And here, I mean, I don't know. Right now in Ada, you cannot fucking pick up shit. But like in my parents' house now, you can. But back when I was a kid, you couldn't pick up anything there because they were just so far away from everything. Um, but you'd also like have like the big crazy foil contraptions and. Right fucking shit going on uh but yeah cable was awesome you know because i had nickelodeon and all that shit you know 
but then when we got satellite, it was like, oh yeah, when, even fucking well. Like when stars came out and stuff like that. Uh, like we we had for whatever reason they our cable our basic cable you could have added HBO in the movie channel, but it costs however much more a month, you know. And my mom refused to do it, but they just gave us the movie channel for free on accident forever. So my mom was like, well, you have that one. That'll work. So I remember watching the movie channel, but it wasn't as good as HBO. And then, uh, yeah, we got satellite. I remember like my, I had friends who had satellite that were like the same mm-hmm. amount of poor as we were, you know, like I thought like we were yeah. about the same. Yeah, right. How did they have satellite and we had this shitty ass cable. And then finally my mom looked into it and was like, Oh, we can get, yeah, dish is cheap. So she got dish right? and we had that. And, uh, that was a game changer because then I got MTV, VH1, mm-hmm. and BET, like all this stuff I didn't have before, and right. uh, all the music stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is uh, yeah, we're getting great. That, finally, <laughs> watch a lot of uh, Big Tigger in the basements, right? That shit was awesome. That was a huge, huge deal. Uh, you know, maybe I was appropriating, but uh, it was a fun time. It was Fantastic. great. No, I've got great memories with them. <laughs> and I, I still remember 106 in Park was awesome back before Bow Wow was on it, you know? Right. <laughs> I mean, I think, fuck, what was his name? It was after her free left started going downhill. But, uh, you know, for a while it was great. Like, they had all the freestyle Fridays and, you know, it was just all all good stuff. Um, what was great times? <laughs> hmm. We got anything else going on in the world? You've heard some of this music we got being made up over here. You know, you're probably the only person that's heard all of Internet yeah, Friends great, for. It's man. It's good, man. It's surprising. It's come a long way from where you've been at, man. Like, dig it. I was like, what the hell? And, like, it's crazy where you get in these different zones and shit, how you can fucking just switch your voice up to go with this and that and shit. I see all that growth, and now you fucking mastering these beats and shit, tearing it up. Fucking hell yeah. Yeah, the next thing I need to master the hype beats. You know, I'm not. I don't think I'm really good at that yet. Uh, but I think I've really killed these little slow. Yeah, you get on it. Um, I think it's really good. And then, yeah, I do think the coolest thing about what I do is that I change my voice and I can have like a. We'll do this one in this style and this one in this style. I think that is cool. But I don't know if everyone likes it. But all I'm right. and, all, and people you collaborate and collaborate with and shit and like you know, collaborate so much and this works too. Like, hey, let's do this together. Like, yo, this work together. Like anybody you get on with. I mean, you know, the internet friends, like, it's fucking awesome. Like, okay, I see y'all motherfuckers. Right. It's, yeah. it's been years in the making. <laughs> well, I mean, CJ, I don't know if he's going to make it. You know, he's always going to the last fucking second on uh, getting something done. But we have another song we might want to get him on. But I'm like, we can't finish his first one. So, you know, if he's hitting this other one. But, Man, um, he's a good ass dude. And uh, I sample, I've been sampling a lot of vinyls lately, which have led to some fun beats. I feel like I really liked them. And one of them, I just, it was an emergency. Hey, Brad, we got to make a song that friends for because beat's so good. And then he was like, oh, it's a Western. And I don't necessarily hear a Western in it, but like, I guess kind of, you know. Uh-huh. And so, but we're going to try to, that's the one we're going to send a CJ because uh, we need more people on it for the idea. But we'll see. We'll oh, see. Yeah, that would be pretty badass. Yeah. You know, I know I like they've it. done one other song together before. With forgotten one actually, right. the Brad and, uh, always seemed to be down to get on anything. <laughs> yeah, Brad's he just comes a fucking fuck. third. He's like, go Brad, go! Like motherfucker, you mad motherfucker, you. I dig it. Yeah, Brad's <laughs> definitely the go-to for random verse. Uh, same with I always mention it, your boy H two, who's patron of this. He's very quick on the verse turnarounds. Um, Karma and the Karma normally comes Shout to as well Karma. these days. It's girl. Uh, you know, there's always some decent people. Soko, Soko's always willing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But he'll. 
he's killing shit these days. So I don't know if you want him to like be better than you on your song, if you should do it or not. Uh, but same with Brad. So like I mentioned, fucking first you heard earlier. Yeah, I know. Like, damn, Brad's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I think on that one, it was just, I accidentally made the verses double length. And so yeah. it's just like, you're just fucking going and going. Yeah, like the first time I heard him was talking about some horrorcore shit. It's like, oh, he's just be a horrorcore. Now he's just like all over the fucking place. Like, I see your girl too, kind sir. I'll give you a salute too. Tip my hat to you. Right. Shovel. And I always feel like, and I know this is just me being narcissistic about it, but, uh, you know, I always like want to take some credit for it. I'm like, all these people growing because of us. <laughs> but I know it's not. But it does seem because they've been around forever. I know. Like, like and we've influenced them in some and way. And we've been here, like, seem like, I don't know, they've probably been doing, some of them been doing it before and shit. Let's just seem like, oh, I've been here since you're with y'all. Like, it's like, I've been here since y'all growing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> since day one. The reason, I mean, I try to keep this music podcast alive in some way because i know people don't care really but it some of these people like that's all they got to show off their music you know they sent to our fucking right. shitty podcast and we're like cool you know and then that's <laughs> i mean that is what i mean what else are they gonna do because it's like uh no one does no one showcases music you know that's not what anyone cares about anymore right. so we're gonna keep it going I, we honestly needed to get another probably best of the best <laughs> one in for um, sure for sure because it'll probably be a while till we do a normal music one. It's going slow these days. People send us songs. But the last one was really good. So whatever happened, y'all go check that one out. And Skinny was uh, on the Saba Ceiling. The Saba Ceiling, baby. I went listen, I listened to that today. It's like, God dang. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Well, this is what I remember about it. Because I did not listen to it. But uh, some behind the scenes. So Snappy, if you're listening, I'm letting them know all the secrets. But typically the first few songs, we don't hear one word of it because snappy is taking that time to catch up with skinny and tell skinny everything that he's missed since the last time they talked which makes sense you are friends whatever but it's like we really honestly truthfully do not hear the first two or three songs very little of it so that's why we're gonna be like pretty good pretty cool or whatever right and it's all very and uh but skinny was uh really feeling it so it was like Snappy would tell him like, oh, this week so-and-so happened. And he'd be like, well, goddamn, Snappy, you're just the best fucking dude in the world. Like, I don't know. He would just mean you're being so extra about everything. <laughs> and uh, Snappy was like, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was just really funny. But I really didn't even hear half the songs when we were doing it, you know. And then um, I just don't think Snappy wasn't expecting you like that. And I wasn't either, but I mean, I should roll with it. But I think he was, he kept Dude. laughing at you, you know, like, God, this is crazy. I wasn't expecting to be like that, but it got lost. It's like, we got lost count of how many, who ate what. It's like, oh shit. So yeah, we gotta leave now. Right. I see. I haven't done uh, mushrooms in a very, very long time. Right. Um, and the last time I did them, I made the worst choice on how to take them. I thought I would just mix them with water and shoot them. Like, <laughs> Okay. But yeah, that was so stupid because it was just gross as fuck. Yeah. You know, but everyone so, says you should do like a peanut butter sandwich or yeah, something. We just, no, I ate so many times just throwing mouth, chew them up, just, That's just drink them with beer. The few times before that, uh, yeah, I would just. Some, of them, some of them were pretty nasty, like, Ugh, I need something with it. Like, yeah, you need something to go with it. The first <laughs> time I did them was with LV. It was not a very fun experience. I mean, it was fun in like the memories, mm-hmm. of course, but it wasn't like a good, wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. It was just so, uh, uh-huh. so bland, you know, and uh, if you don't remember, LV is my homie that's in jail for life. And uh, if you want to send him money, y'all let me know. We'll send him some money. <laughs> uh, he'll, he needs it. And uh, 
So he had this little Z, one of those little Nissan cars. Yeah, I remember that little, little. two seaters, whatever the fuck mm-hmm. they are. Uh, and so he were driving that around, and we go down to Tanglehood, and I hadn't lived there at the moment, so this was all foreign to me. It's the first time I've ever been there. And we, uh, there was the guy he bought the mushrooms off of. We'd already ate, but we just ate them, and we we're like feeling it. But he wants to like go fucking let's go see this guy, you know. And so I'm at some stranger's house, <laughs> fucking like, oh, I don't know, I don't like this, I don't like this one bit. And then I remember us <laughs> going to the park driving around his little car and he freaked out because we were smoking a blunt and he couldn't ash it. And I know this was him having a bad moment, but he like, I could just flick it right. And the ash would come off. But every time he did it, the ash stayed on and it wouldn't fall <laughs> off. And he was just throwing a fucking fit about it. And I was like, and this is another weird dynamic as I'm like an out of shape, chubby guy. Everyone knows. And LV's like the most in shape person I'd ever met. Like he's <laughs> like 4% body fat, just fucking yoked. Right. Right. But I treated him like he was a child and he was in look like I talked to him in ways that like he should have beat my ass, but I don't know why he just didn't know. We had a good relationship. Um, but I'd be like, Hey, you fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, who gives a fuck. You know, I'd be like just an asshole about it. I feel you. Um, so I talked to Jeremy. Right. Yeah. You get it. And, um, and he's a little bigger than you, but he ain't gonna do this. Um, Push him over. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it wasn't a really good time with that one. You know, I, I was like glad I had done it, but it wasn't right. nothing fun really happened. Yeah. I got you. And then uh, I'd done it. Another time, good enjoyment. Third time, J-Mac, your cousin actually, mm-hmm. was somewhat involved where all these people were at my house all took mushrooms and then all wanted to leave. <laughs> and then they did. And then I was just stuck there and I was like, I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm going to sit here and vibe out and enjoy my time. You know? Right. Uh, most fun I had was with Shad on spring break, his senior year, I think, of high school. He came up here and we... Uh, did mushrooms and walked all over town and shit. I don't know. It was fucking crazy, but it was a good, I mean, it was like fun. Like right. we, we had a, we had a good, I don't understand that doing that shit. We, uh, we walked from, I lived in the, these Kessler apartments right over here. And, uh, we spent a good couple hours indoors, lots of music, you know, cause that's something in the shed. I were very music based and like crazy lights and shit. And then finally I was like, Hey bro, you need to go to the lounge. <laughs> and we're going all, and we walked from these apartments <laughs> to the fucking lounge and I remember going to the convenience store and you walked in and it was like all noise ceased to exist. Right. Right? So it was so loud outside with the traffic and uh, everything was just so heightened. And then when I go to get ice in my fountain drink, it was like clunk, clunk, clunk. Right. It was just right. so fucking loud. <laughs> I don't know how I remember all this so much. And then the A-Rab dude, which I think is fucking racist, but I don't yeah, know. That's what I say. I uh, go to the Haji store and shit. <laughs> so, yeah. He was staring at me like he knew, but I was like... Bro, I spent too much money here. You better shut the fuck up. Right. And uh, so I paid for our drinks and we went back out and all the fucking noise came back and it was like a movie, you know. And then we walked down this alleyway all the way to campus where it's all, uh, you know, concrete and shitty environment. Right. And then you walk mm-hmm. in between these buildings and on the campus where it's all fucking manicured and perfectly <laughs> kept. And it's like green and beautiful. And you're like, oh, because you're on mushrooms and shit. Hell yeah. And I also remember Estevan was uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, in the dirty. lounge. Uh, cause he was pledging that semester and he was sweeping the carpet with a broom and Shad was so fucked up. And he was like, what a fucking idiot. Like to his face. He was like, what the fuck is idiot sweeping the carpet? It's called a vacuum. You need a vacuum. And just laying into him, bro. And Estefan was like, are you fucking serious? This little kid? Like, <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and then that I remember that night we went to Rebic's house and Marshall <laughs> Marshall they were the party house at the time and uh, I remember darkness was there and uh, 
that's not his real name, obviously. And <laughs> Darknesses. We, you know, played beer pong or whatever. And I just feel like in the zone playing beer pong on mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I was really, really feeling it. But yeah, you pretty much function on mushroom and do everyday yeah. life and shit. I still gotta do. I still gotta be a parent and shit. Sometimes be in a trip, gotta go. Oh shit, get a call. Let me go be parent. And then they're like, to go do that shit. And I think maybe the next year I done uh, the next spring break I done mushrooms again, and then the person I did them with had not a good time. And I was like, not worth it, bro. Not worth it. But maybe someday. Also, you know, there's a lot of things I just haven't done, though. You know, I don't like I've never had a desire for like, I mean, I guess it's MDMA now, you mm-hmm. know, Molly, as you will. But in our day, it was ecstasy. Yeah. And they put cool fucking designs on the pills. Yeah, they got that. So, uh, they got uh, Molly, ecstasy, like shoot, Tesla. So yeah, and eventually, because in this woods, you were always told back in the day was, uh, and I was always smart about it because I'm not an idiot. I would never take actually two days in a row, you know, for instance, and shit like that. Because you got to let the shit build up again, right? Or else it doesn't do any mm-hmm. effect. Or else you're just doing speed. And if that's the case, just get yeah, fucking speed. Yeah, then lock you fuck up. Then you'd be like, <laughs> right. you know, but you, up. I met lots of people in college that were like multiple days in a row. And you're like, yeah, bro, you don't know what you're doing. Um, but they do say like eventually it does not quite have the same effect. Like you can reach a point where you've, no more no more does it work and so i just remember the last one it was a good time but it was like i took a lot for that you know mm-hmm. and so i was like i can't do it anymore okay. but it was also very popular when we were in college maybe it still is of course but you know all the beans the beans were everywhere you see now more people more different going for more for molly and shit or everybody looks for more now well also in hindsight there was because it was cut with speed or cut with whatever that's really what we were also kind of locking, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, that was part of it. We yeah, give me that dope. <laughs> yeah. I remember one time someone was like, this one's cut with heroin, and I know what that meant, you know? Right. I was like, oh, okay, shit. it's supposed to be somewhere in the process to come in content. We we're like, no, no, that means there's heroin in it. Right. <laughs> like, like, so, so, so you break some of that shit down, you shiny, like, what the fuck is up in that shit? Like, mm. right. Well, and nowadays, I think I'm glad I'm not at all in the drug culture uh, because fentanyl. Yeah, that's a big thing. <laughs> I mean, and... I think what's also very weird about fentanyl is that it's like they claim like the smallest amount can kill you, but you can also do it and not die. Right. So like it's not like it's gonna guarantee kill you. It just uh, can right. sometimes or whatever. So have an EpiPen on hand. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there's been a lot of like a lot of shit like you don't see it in paper, but there's a lot of been a lot of fentanyl overdoses. But some people was that Narcan. <laughs> what is the thing? Is that what that is? Uh, yeah, something like that shit. Yeah, Narcan. That's what it is. Yeah, I was watching Ozarks, you know, mm, and uh, yeah, okay, everybody's someone, that on that. <laughs> someone OD. It's good. I mean, I think season one's great, you know, or whatever. But as the, every season goes along, you're like, it's the same thing every season. There's only gonna be one more, and it'll be over. And I thought the same thing about Breaking Bad. So think what you want about that. You know, I was like, again, same thing again. Okay, whatever. Um, so anyway. Fucking shit. Fucking drug world. Uh, That's funny you say that. Because I've seen something about Andy Dick talking about he gonna fucking like die and had to get like <laughs> just thought it was coke and did a fucking big ass line of fit and all. I, when I was uh, a senior in high school um, and I'll admit this at the moment is um, my my best friend growing up was this kid named Jonathan or whatever. He's like him and Boone was all, I got a few different times best friends right. Mm-hmm. But this dude Jonathan was I thought my best friend and um it was our senior year of high school. I'd smoked weed, done a little drugs, you know, because we got into it together. And then uh, we're at the rattlesnake hunt, which is uh, <laughs> for sure a, a carnival in our hometown based on catching rattlesnakes is somehow like the theme of it. But it's really just for all the carnies coming to town and set up, you know, all the rods and shit, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so 
he's uh jonathan has this cousin who i found attractive and she was our age from this other town and she was like i got some coke y'all got a place we can do this coke and now maybe this whole like gateway drug argument can be used here because i was like you know i smoke right. some weed and i do a pill here or there so i mean yeah hell yeah let's do some coke girl you know i was like whatever about it and uh, we go to my friend jonathan his uncle had like this old abandoned house where we still had access to it and so we go in there and uh we she lays out this line or whatever and then Jonathan's like go first go first you know whatever and I was like alright fuck it I'll go first so I do it and I go first and then I was like holy fuck you know like, and I done coke mm-hmm. after this so I was aware this isn't coke but at the time I never done coke so I was like what the fuck was that or I didn't really think what was that I just thought wow that burned a lot that was crazy uh-huh. I feel crazy and then she was like started laughing like a witch and then she was like boy that's anhydrous dope and i was like what and she's like you just did annie and then just cracked up laughing and then my best friend was like i'm not doing it and then so i had to go back to the where you could rattlesnake hunt all fucked up on dope throw the tilt the whirl and uh well i try not to die you know so hell yeah bro that was my first and really uh, not you know, i didn't have too many Never had anhydrous dope, you know, before. That was the only time for me. Right. Um, that's a very uh, that was middle a, of fucking nowhere redneck drug. That was like, that's very different. <laughs> they used to have a lot of bathtub dope where I was from. Uh-huh. And I never did it because it was called cat piss. And it smells like cat piss. And I was like, ain't no fucking way I'd do that. What are y'all talking about? And they're right. like, it's that cat piss. I'm smoking that cat piss. And then eventually they fucking have a goddamn South Park episode that I'm like, are they talking about the shit they make in the bathtubs around here? Or do they know about that? Stir that shit up. <laughs> well, the melted tub. And cheese. Cheese is a thing for a while, you know. It's like uh, Tylenol, PMs, and heroin mixed together. And mm, damn. I didn't do any of this stuff, but when I was from... All, of them, you, all those motherfuckers. Well, you look at redneck towns or little small little oh, towns. Yeah. They get they get creative with some shit. There was a. I mean, this was pre Breaking Bad, so before the blue dope of Breaking Bad. But I, there was one black. There's more than one black dude in my hometown. But there was this one black dude in my hometown that I was talking to. He's about 15 years old with me, but he claims like I know you growing up your whole life. And I'm like, Mims, I met you like five years ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> but you know, he was a cool guy. But I remember at a party, uh, he explained how he invented blue dope. And he was like, the secret is you crush up those blue Xanax and you mix it, you cook it in there and it comes out blue. Oh, it fuck you up. And I remember him telling me that at some party, you know, when I was in high school, Mm -hmm. that how he made blue dope. And then so later on, when Breaking Bad blew up, I was like, what? Mim's secret recipe. (laughs) (laughs) Who goes to the secret recipe? Uh, It was a good time. For sure. Mr. Krabs would be mad. So he's still recipes like that. (laughs) Right. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, y'all. I'm sure I have all kinds of problems here, but it's just a different, you don't probably don't see quite as many farmer type weird fucks around mm-hmm. here in the drug, but maybe, I don't know. Now you see, sorry, I don't, you know, you see all these people coming out of, I don't know where all these people come from now, like all these homeless people walking around this. Yeah, we apparently oh, have a big homeless problem here. I don't know, it's everywhere now, like where the hell all these motherfuckers come from? <laughs> That's why, I, at my day job, I have to stop by my house all the time in case I have mail. Like, mm-hmm. let's make sure that shit gets thrown in. This other day you stopped by, right. I was like, oh shit, glad you saw that shit because you never know, man. I know, that's so why I got to stop by my house, make sure to check packages. It's like they're everywhere, even <laughs> on this like, side of town. They're like my porch pirates. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they so, do not care. Um, yeah, it's a whole, I mean, I'm sure it's an epidemic everywhere. And, you know, I got to gotta be lucky to have a place. But like, that, we're, but. we're just like just so small of a town, though. Now it's just fucking is crazy. Like, bigger city, it's just. Okay, yeah, it's spread out, and this here, like, it's packed. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. Well, I've we also have a couple like places here that uh, 
assist the homeless, you know, right. and some are actually around where I live. And so I think that's probably why I see them more often. Uh, but I've seen people complain that, well, if we didn't have those places, then we wouldn't have as many homeless people. And I'm like, where were they? The people helping them ain't making them exist. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> people do some, say some ass fucker things too. <laughs> yeah. These fucking so-called Christians. Christians yeah. I know what to say. <laughs> What's that? They so-called <laughs> Um, also, I want everyone to know uh, before we wrap this up, because I'm sure we've talked for a long enough time. Uh, Got to go check out the Forgotten One episode. It really is in the moment. I thought this is great. I had an idea. I wanted to bring him up with him about the Hollywood ghost whisper or whatever his name is. And he brought him up himself. I didn't have to bring it up because I knew that he locked him. And then I didn't. I had no clue that he was like going to defend him the way someone would defend a religion. You know, like he was like, no, he's in. I was like, oh, shit. Like I just and like Hayden, of course, I just didn't expect it. And mm-hmm. so in the moment I was like, this is great. You know, this is great. And so in listening back to it, I was mm-hmm. like, pretty fucking good. So um, if you want to hear some different thoughts on the world views uh, with me and Forgotten One, I just think that episode was pretty good. So y'all check out that last one. Um, I don't know. I might have Brad on this next one. I have this crazy idea. I'm going to try to start getting multiple people on the same one like brad and cj both calling but i had to like schedule it you know where people could figure it out but sometime in the future i'm going to try to get multiple artists on the same episodes so if y'all want to figure out scheduling on that any artist out That'd there be fun i feel like we can make it happen yes if you will and uh i'm still working on two fucking albums one's called internet friends for it deadline is at the end of this month so <laughs> Uh, within a couple months hopefully it's, it's out and then uh my album my is gonna be called new me and i already have a somewhat of an idea for a cover at least the base of it so showed skinny that one as well oh yeah um cute <laughs> some country music on it probably from the looks of it but, uh we'll see see what happens and um all right man we'll uh get a music one whenever whenever you're ready for sure bro all right peace peace